News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Are you a fan of soap operas? Do you still set your skybox or do you still tune in every evening religiously at 7.30 or 8 o'clock or 8.30 or whatever time they're on to watch them? Uh, independent journalist Rosalind D was writing about this. She says, "We the fact we keep watching week in, week out, eyes glued to the characters in the spotlight is proof enough that soaps have enduring lore. But have they lost a little bit of that lore? Scott Bryan is the BBC TV critic. Hi, Scott. Hi, you all right? I'm very well, thank you. Um, are they still being watched in the same numbers that they used to be in their heyday? No, not really. I mean, there has been quite a big drop, I'd say, over the last 10 years or so. And that's primarily not really down to the soaps themselves. It's, it's down to our changing viewing habits. The fact that in the evenings when we come back from work, we're much more likely to be launching a streaming service or um, going even on a um, uh, sort of catch-up service of a TV channel than we are actually going to be sort of watching the, the, the live TV in the evenings. There was a recent report by Ofcom, who are the kind of the regulator um, in, in the UK, and they highlighted that there's been the biggest decline in broadcast TV viewing. That's live TV viewing, um, uh, people watching bo- uh, the box since records began. So, of course, like the biggest casualty of that, I think, are the soaps, because if you think about it, a lot of the most loved soaps that we all watch are on the evening times between half seven and nine o'clock. So, of course, if you're watching a limited series, uh, you're not going to be watching a soap. And that's also a bit of an implication for um, uh, uh, people who get into soaps for the very first time because it becomes yeah. a part of our habit. We watch it in the evenings. Yeah, but a lot of it was down to the fact that my parents watched Coronation Street. So I ended up watching Coronation Street and, and it was almost like it was handed down generation to generation. But if you've got five members of the family sitting around the living room now, the odds of them all watching the same thing are far more limited, aren't they? Yes, they they really are. And I think it's a fact that, you know, many people can be watching it on screens in different rooms. Uh, many people might be sort of deciding to, to sort of give the kids something to watch and then have the parents something to watch um, uh, in uh, sort of a bit later on. I think what, what's really interesting is I was sort of thinking about this the other day. There's far fewer programs that are actually all big family um, orientated anymore. I mean, you tend to have a big sort of segmentation between shows that are very popular with kids and then shows that are very popular with adults. And there's very few shows on that TV at the moment that are all around us for, for, for the whole family to yeah. see. So I think it's segmenting into sort of many different forms. Um, but but Scott, mean, Scott, haven't they got, they've gotten all very grim as well. I mean, bring back the days of Ina Sharple sitting in the corner giving out or Molly Sugden or some, you know, there was always a little bit of light humour, Jack and Vera. They're all murdering each other now, drug storylines. No good things happen anymore around the well, corner I mean, in Coronation I, Street. I think that's sort of a very easy way to view things because I think that TV always, as our nostalgia, has a, some, some maybe a bit more of a rose-tinted um, uh, sort of feel to it. But I remember when I was about six, seven or eight watching EastEnders and it being grim then. And sometimes yeah. I think that you're watching a storyline and it could be grim now. I think that one big so- uh, change that the soaps have had, though, is actually tried to be a bit more realistic. That a lot of soaps um, might have sort of gone to much higher stakes, had big budgets for explosions, 
I think a lot of them can't really have the budget for that anymore. But what they do work with is charities. And there's been a lot of awareness for a lot of things from everything from HIV prevention and um, medication to um, symptoms okay. for various types of cancers. And of course, some people can say, well, you know, these, these storylines can be quite depressing to watch but also they could be great at creating awareness for issues yep. that have been facing within our societies and, and they tend and that to, is, to be ones that, that, that viewers really yeah. value that is valid as well. Scott Bryan, uh, TV critic with the BBC, thanks very much for that. I'm not going to read out what you just put on the screen, Shane, except to say Shane Coleman has just outed himself as a massive Fair City fan, which I didn't realise, but there you have it. <laughs> I was just making the point, anytime I watch Fair City, the living arrangements are bizarre. You've got some, you know, young fella in his 20s sharing a house with, you know, a, a couple in their 60s and stuff. It's all like they're, they're packing them into about five houses. Anyway. Very odd. I'm not a big huge soap. fan. Are, huge, are you a big fan. soap fan? You watch? You I still used watch? to be. Year, I used to be years ago. I used to love EastEnders and Coronation. Haven't watched them in years. I mean, the, the phrase "jumped the shark" kind of comes to mind for me, particularly with uh, with Coronation Street. It all got a bit grim and dark. Whereas you know there was a bit. Bring back Jack and Vera. Although again, there was a problem with that. Yeah. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk.